Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is March 25th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy NPC has been conducting conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know. You need to put your camera on and let our team know. Chandran? Uh, hi, sir. <clears throat> so I'm trying to follow your advice on going out of country for updating the I-94 for H-4. Uh, so mm-hmm. a couple of my friends who went recently on car to Mexico and coming back, they were not successful because <clears throat> the, the, the spouse uh, I, uh, visa was valid and their argument was, uh, hey, if you have valid I-94, I can't extend. That was the approach that the CBP officer gave. So I'm trying to understand what question, what, how should we answer those kind of questions? We recommend, we recommend people flying. We do not recommend people driving. There are many failure ratings in the driving people. So I don't know why still people do it. Okay. So you mean like flying to Cancun and something like that, that would make There you go. Spend a night there. So they're wanting to have a meaningful trip. Because when you fly in, though, the CBP gets some money, too. Okay, so but but at the CBP officer will automatically extend based on 797 when we show them. You should, yeah, as of now, in the past three months, we have never seen a failure rating yet. Now, is it a guaranteed? No. Uh, but okay. we have not seen a failure rating. But, but, but if people could... have driven, there are mm-hmm. many failure, failures. Got it. But we should present the 797 uh, at the airport. You are absolutely right. Got it. The, the, the only one follow-up question with that is when we apply for the automatic uh, revalidation for H4 EAD, does the person has to be in US to do that or can they be also in India, sir? How does that work? Automatic revalidation is for you to go to Mexico and come back. What do you mean the person has to be in US? No, no. When you, when, if you don't have H4 EAD uh, approved and your H4 EAD is expiring, you can apply for H4 EAD extension, right? That's what I mean. So when you want to apply that with your employer, do you have to be in US for that? Apply for H4, you need to be in US. Got it. To apply for H4 extension, you have to be in US. You cannot do it while you're outside the country. Got it. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Nish? Um, Hi, Rahul. Uh, Thank you for taking my call. I have a question. I'm a 2020 October filer. My employer has already done my interfile. It is not yet approved. My I-140 is approved. Can I still do the refile? Have you used the EAD and advance parole? No. You can still refile, ma'am. Okay, perfect. Thank you. The next question I have is, 
employer said they cannot give me a 485j if i wanted to refile on my own but they are ready to give 485j if there is a rfe or noid post refiling no, uh, you I... need to have the you need to have a 485j to refile uh, do you think an ex external lawyer can help me or no we can help but the problem is your company still need to give the 485j sign otherwise we cannot refile it okay got it perfect thanks rahul next person please okesh hello rahul sir my case is regressed in the, on december 8 when my ev3 date was not current my priority date is march 2012 but in mm -hmm. december my priority date for ev2 was current Uh, mm -hmm. So I interfiled on uh, three weeks back, just three weeks back. Mm -hmm. So what options I have now? Because many says uh, because my case is already regressed, uh, interfiling is not going to work. Uh, who said interfiling is not going to work? Uh, there are so many forums, and someone commented. So I, 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 I so, so it's interfile is supposed to work, but it doesn't work. So I mean, they don't work on it. technically yeah. it can work but what's your question for me my question is actually what options what else i can do i already did interfiling uh, my son uh, is other than other, uh, your son is aging out but is my child son, service is child service act protected uh, yeah is uh, uh, oh, well, you can if if you have not used the year if you have not used the year and advance parole you can re refile the forage application Oh right. Uh, okay. So you suggest me to refile the four eight five? I'm not telling you to refile. I'm telling you that that option is there for you. Okay. So uh, okay. So uh, what is uh, what you will do if you are at my place? Should I? Uh, I want you to watch the video, Gayatri. Can you give him the video, please? Okay. March March one, not the four months ago one, Gayatri. Okay. So it's available to refile. Yeah, okay. she's going to give you the. Uh, it will be put in there. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you, Rashmi. Uh, hi. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Um, so I'm on H one B, and I'm and my employer made an honest mistake and paid me less than what's documented in my LCA. uh when i reported this uh to my hr they they corrected it immediately and they're going to give me a new w2 and a single pay stub for the back pay would this cause any issues if i decided to change jobs or if or during my h1b extension no i don't think so make sure that 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 particular paycheck in the documentation that email the information that you have that this has been paid for the last year salary okay got it you keep that one and the track and then you should be fine i'm not expecting much problem for you it is fine if i just have a single pay stub which has a date from start of the year to the end of the year that extra that is in giving extra pay for back pay yeah 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 you'll be okay fine. any other documents i should have uh, to make sure i don't get get no, in fact no, you're fine you're fine okay. that that'll thank be enough correct thank you shravya Yeah, hi, uh, Rahul. Uh, my question is: um, uh, So I got my uh, EAD and advance payroll uh, in the EB three category uh, in like November. So now, mm -hmm. but my husband has filed uh, in that application. I was the primary, and he was the dependent. 
and mm-hmm. now my husband state is uh, in eb2 current so we filed mm-hmm. his, uh, like uh, the, his employer filed his application so my question is uh, but did you include uh, yourself in there yeah yeah i included myself yeah, uh, in that in that application i am the dependent so mm-hmm. my question is um, can i travel to india on the advance payroll that i got through eb3 i do not Or recommend you, you do that okay 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 and uh, can i go uh, because i have h1b so can i go get get it stamped and then come back on my h1b i do not see any i do not see any problem in you going getting the h1b stamping and coming back okay so it's better to do h1b stamping rather than using the advance payroll right under your circumstances yes yeah so but this advance payroll of the current uh, apply, uh, current which is in the process that won't get rejected right because i'm seeing in the forums they're saying that it may get rejected you can refile it if you want okay okay yeah thank you next person please roy hey rahul thank you for uh, giving an opportunity here uh, can you hear me yes, Oh, yes okay. absolutely uh, so rahul i have two questions my first question is uh, uh, this is for my wife back in 2014 uh, she actually filed a perm and um, you know ba- uh, in 2014 we were in kentucky and mm-hmm. there was something called ar11 form that was submitted at that time mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. we moved back to you know we moved to pennsylvania in 2017 it's been um you know it's been quite a, quite some time and we came across this ar11 form uh, recently so mm-hmm. is it mandatory that we submit ar11 form for the change of address or um, if a million not... people have they have not have not seen immigration taking any action on it except oh, that there okay. are some fraudulent people scaring people making money on people you didn't file ar11 we got to charge you uh we pay me 10000 dollars to clear this they 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 are from india actually oh really okay i didn't yeah. know that so there's they no impact you, on... you, they get you the emails please uh, don't pay any of them money okay okay but there's no impact for her if that ar11 was really not filed i i have i have to say this i have never seen any impact on it okay one thing i want to mention also is uh, my i485 was filed and she already got a ead and uh, um you know ead and advance parole to you know to the address that we are residing in right now so that's no problem next okay, no next problem. person please can i ask one more uh, yeah, uh, one question uh, so my brother in law has a one you know priority date of july 2019 and um, he is planning to move to canada for good and his 140 is approved and everything um so if he has to visit us uh, in the united states can he still go ahead with the visitors visa or um, He has a visitors visa? No, he does not. He does not have any visitors visa yet. Can he visit us with a visitors visa, or is there any other means for him to? He can apply for visitors visa, even though he's a he's a he has an I one forty approval. He okay, so that, that. Okay, okay. Thank you, Rahul. That's all I had. Next person, please. Okay. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so my priority date is uh. Jan twenty fourteen. I never filed an I four eighty five in uh, in October twenty twenty, and mm-hmm. Jan this year I uh, ended up changing my employer. Uh, mm-hmm. Now my previous employer, I have really good relations with them. Um, um, mm-hmm. So can they file my I four eighty five now that like filing date would be current in April? It's not current. Uh, yeah, it's September. Yeah, absolutely, you can now. Absolutely, you can. 
what is there like a problem like can it lead to my rejection of i485 or something like that one yes, because my less than, less than 1 1% of the chance ma'am okay okay sounds okay. good and if Thank your you, company allows to use outside lawyer you can contact us we can help you out okay okay sounds good thank you so much if any of the people who have uh, who wants to use our services and if your company allows for 485 please send an email to info@rnlagroup.com yes next person please hi my name is kameli uh, this is with regard to my uh, eb2 the firm was filed in eb2 but at last year uh, not last year 2020 when they were doing my um there were people were filing in eb3 uh, my employer went ahead and filed my i140 in eb3 and what's your priority date march 2014 okay now you can fi- you can file on eb2 if you want but the thing is they were saying that i need to um, there is no original perm because that is already being used i am aware of that so i have to refile the whole set of applications like a 485 and everything Wait wait, 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 wait. Did you file the 485 before? Yes. Okay. Using so, the EB2 so form. What exactly? What exactly you are trying to do right now? What do you want yeah. to achieve right now? I want a I-140 EB2 now. Because you can my... file I-140 without anything, without 485. You can file an I-140. Okay, and when the date becomes current do you want me to refile or interfile my application more to eb2 that that one i want i want you to watch the video that we sent to other person here okay we'll be sent back again gayatri can you send it again please yes sir i want you to watch this and make a decision what you want to do okay so can i file in uh, premium processing my i140 N- or no file in regular and convert into premium afterwards Okay, thank you so much, Rahul. Next person, please. Sandeep Chadan. Yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, uh, thanks for. So I have I have question is uh, I have my one forty. Uh, so I'm a state EB three. I filed my four eighty five in twenty twenty, and I got uh, EAD and AP. and uh, when, and i also gave my green card interview so after interview they were my what is your priority date for, uh, april 2013 mm-hmm. so i attended the interview and uh, after interview my date was current for four months and after that it retrogressed so mm-hmm. and they did not my approve uh, approve my application immediately and after six months they approved my 485j and okay. so what what would be good option for me shall i file eb2 140 again and because i don't have any eb2 approved in 140 or shall i wait for 6 months to see what happens in september what and so you're not current in right now at all so okay yeah i am current uh, i am not current in eb2 now but i am uh, eb i am not current EB3. in eb3 but I, yes but in and you don't have an i140 approval you don't have an i140 approval of eb2 no Mm, you can file a perm and i140 if you want to uh, but uh, uh, do you think that might go till 20 i don't know i just you you won't be any loss if you do that. i cannot predict the dates if you want to i'll give you 5 dollars you put your 5 dollars 
we'll go to the parrot guy and ask him whether the dates are going to be correct okay uh, so if i i file uh, i14 premium i have to start from perm and now it's in the i can since your perm is from eb3 though you will have to you will have to file the perm again new perm yeah. yeah but how about this my 485j is approved does that matter that doesn't matter okay. that doesn't matter okay. next okay. person okay let's think surya uh yeah hi rahul garu uh, uh, i am currently in uh, uh, vancouver canada i have h1 stamped uh, on my passport till uh, 24 i would like to apply uh, uh, my mother had a uh, b2 visa and then uh, can she go for a drop box uh, if i am outside of the country what's the link between your mother and you because i originally my oh, original oh, okay, b2 i got yeah. your point i got your point oh no she can go for stamping even though you are not in in usa she can she can go for dropbox right absolutely she can but but while filing filling the ds160 i should mention that i am outside the country they only ask if somebody is inside the country they don't ask if somebody is outside the country yeah right i have to say that i'm not uh, when i fill the ds window i should not mention that um, i am she should not she should not okay 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 next person please thank you javali we can't hear you vijayalakshmi uh hey rahul um uh, thanks for taking this question um i already asked this in the past uh, for my parents who overstayed here with the denied extension because they were not here for biometrics you said i have to go for stamping and need to do the ds160 i'm not really sure where to mention this because the couple of questions i see are has your vs us visa been cancelled or revoked the answer is no have you ever been refused a us visa or been uh, refused ad, uh, admission to the united states at the port of entry is again no uh, so the third question i have saw was have you ever been you... violated the status have you ever violated the status that's where the question would be so is it like have you ever been unlawfully present overstayed that's the amount exactly, of time that's exactly that's exactly where you need to say yes and i'm going to give you the question okay okay sure thank you Uh, another question i have is are you guys covered under the legal benefits that is offered by employers i would okay thank okay. you next thank person you. please kiran hi rahul uh, thanks for your time uh, i have one uh, question uh, so i have my priority date uh, september 2013 uh, uh, 30th of september so my employer uh, i'm on h1 currently but my employer tried to convert me to l1a so they filed l1a and uh, it got approved since my date became current i they did not do the i9 filing and i did not move on to l1 so while filing my 485 application do i have to send l1a copy also like a visa evidence just go and update the i9 right now what's the big deal Uh, they are saying it's not needed so i didn't do anything yeah you you have to submit l1a you have an l1a with a change of status approved is right ah uh, it's approved uh, what they are saying is if i9 in done then it will be converted to l1a no, can no, just continue no. on h1 you, you didn't answer my question though okay can you repeat was that? the l1 approved with a change of status 
Uh, so you, you have a uh, bottom I ninety four there. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's there. Then you are an L one, not an H one now. Okay, I ninety four with the valid dates uh, like uh, some validity period is there. That means I am an L one currently. That is right. Oh, okay. okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Vishal Goel. Thank you for taking my call. So I downgraded my EB2 to EB3 in October 2020, and I got my EAD along with my son in February 22. But my spouse EAD is still pending. I'm not sure why. And my priority date is in EB2 August 2013. And in next visa bulletin, if my priority date became current, should I go for interfiling from EB3 to 2? If that does not come, in the current scenario and date got retrograde again. So what all option do I have? Still I'll be eligible in EB3? First, first how old is your child? Uh, he's 15. Okay. So for you to refile or interfile, I want you to watch the video though. Okay. Watch the video please, okay? So it's a 20 minute video guys. You, if you have a question about, please watch it. It's a 20 minute video. So don't ask me whether I have to interfile or refile. Okay? okay. Thank you very much. Sorry about that because we there are many questions that we have answered there. Almost 15, 20 questions. Next person, please. Pradeep? Yeah. Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. So my question is regarding H4 EAD auto extension. So at this point, my visa is expiring in July and I don't have Act to I-94. So can I apply for H-4 EAD extension and when uh, it is pending status, uh, can I make it active? Or before applying for H-4 EAD extension, should it be active? Well, you, you are an H-4 right now, is right? Expiring yes. in July. Yes. And your EAD is And I don't have Act to I-94. Yes. What do you mean you don't have active I-94? It is expired and uh, I have seen like for auto extension, there should be act to I-94. First of all, first of all, you said your H-4 is expiring in July of 2022, is right? EAD, H-4 EAD, yes. What about H-4? It's, uh, it's already expired. If you're expired, how how is your EAD until July of 2022? when your H4 already expired. Did you have the 797 approved? How did you come into United States? No, I was on H1 before, then I moved, changed my charter from H1 to H4. So when you change the status, and did you got any H4 approval? Yes. And it was till 2018, then I applied for the extension again. And this is my second extension. So 2018, you filed the extension. You got the extension until what time? Uh, July 22. July 22. So you got the H4 ex extension approved? Yes. Okay. So you're telling you're not an H4. That you have July 2022. H4 is right? Yes. Now I want to uh, extend it. So you're telling you don't have a valid N94. But now you're telling you have a valid N94 until July 2022. Is that right? Yes, 
No, so actually I might okay. be confused because when I see my I-94, okay. I see the end date till 2018. Don't see online. Look into the H-4 approval that you have. Okay. It looks like this. Now, I don't want to see, show somebody else though. But let me try to... It looks like a 797. You know, you know what a H-4 approval is? Uh, mm-hmm. No, you have to, you have to, uh... okay, next person, please. You need to know what H4 approval is. At least you should be able to show it to me what you have though. Because it's very confusing when you say you don't have the H4 approval. Did you get it? Yeah. Uh, so one question, Mahasar, like uh, if I need to apply for uh, a renewal, H4A the renewal, so I see like mm-hmm. uh, for auto renewal, it should be, I-94 should be active. Your I-94 so is active. You're telling me that it's expiring in July 2022. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Then I yeah, got my answer. Next person. I know you didn't understand it, but I'll, I'll show you. I'm printing out a sample IH for approval. Next person, please. It's Just not- wait for me. Okay. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Before you uh, go, Vishwanath, sure. this is how the H4 looks like. Okay? Even though online okay. it doesn't say, you have the I-94 here. This is I-94 extension. Okay? Here it says that. Okay. Okay? And this is September 3rd, 2022. But yours probably will say July 2022. That is a valid I-94. Next person, please. Uh, hi, Vishwanath here. Uh, my priority date is April 2014, uh, and uh, I got mine current right now. So uh, I got my labor approved with my new employer, uh, which is employee B, uh, and I just, just filed uh, the 140, and we got the receipt number. It's been nine weeks since uh, the 140 is filed, but we didn't get the receipt yet, but we got the receipt number. So my question is, uh, with if I want to file in April for with uh, for the for 485, do we need the actual receipt copy? What receipt copy are we speaking? Uh, I iPhone I140 receipt. You mean to say EB2 I140? Yeah, EB2 I140 uh, copy. Yes. So when did you file the I140? Uh, February 1st, 2022. You still did not receive the receipt notice? Yeah, yeah. As of yesterday, that's what my employer says. They checked with the law firm. Uh, I was requesting for the receipt number and they found it off of the check that was deducted and they oh, sent yeah. me the receipt number, but yeah, not you, go to the receipt. Copy. you take the receipt number, you go online, you print it out and and then use that as an I-140. You're fine. Oh, oh I can print it out from online. So I'll mm-hmm. Google search yes. and I'll be able to find it. No, 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 no. No, I meant to you say uh, how to get it from online. No, 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 no. Okay. You go to the USCIS status check. Okay. Okay. Once uh, you go to USCIS, you know what I mean is, right? Yes, yes. I got that. It, it says case received and all. There you go. Print that thing out. Use the uh, uh, previous EB3 I-140 approval. Then file the 485 application based on that. You meant to say the EB2. I mean, I never went to EB3. I mean, I didn't file in 2020. So I'm filing only right now. You had a previous I-140 approval, is right? Yeah, the previous I-140 approval yeah, from EB2 in 2014. Yeah. You both link both the things and file it, saying that my priority date is 2014 because of my previous I-140 approval, 
my one forty is still pending with you, and put a big note: do not reject and file a four eight five. Okay, got it. And the follow up question that I and have. And one other thing that is that why can't you convert into premium processing? That's my next question. Actually, my employer keeps telling me, and pretty much everybody in the company, that if we request for a premium processing or one, I want. Oh, okay, that's. They yeah, start telling the story that stories. we got a query for everything. Okay, to next person, please. <laughs> next person, please. Sorry yeah. about that. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking my question. So I I have uh, approved H one B and. Uh, my dependents my wife and kids h4 is in progress so uh, can i move i mean can i go to india uh, like uh, uh, like for stamping uh, do my dependents require any uh, h4 approval no sir they don't require any h4 approval when i came into united states 29 years ago i came without an h4 approval i just showed my wife's h1 approval came rule has not changed and uh, i have about i have one more question like my wife's ead is also in progress like h4 ead so does that's it that's an extension that's an extension is right h4 extension and h4 ead fresh uh, it will not it will ead extension will not affect by her going and snapping so and coming not, back it's not it's not a ead extension it's a new new ead i mean uh, new ead but the h4 time. is extension is right yeah h4 is extension and h4 ead is first time okay. so that's fine still not will not cause any problem for ead so uh, we can say if you travel and come back right that's right you may okay. hear the stories that the h4 will be rejected and ead will be rejected that is only if she is moving from f1 or other visa status to h4 then the change of status will be denied but if it's an h4 extension it will not be denied even if she travels outside the country uh, and thus by ead will be approved next person please okay thanks thanks to yeah. i'm going to go with question and answer there are some interesting questions that are coming out um Uh, so please uh, put the questions in the chat, guys. I'll go with the last caller, and then I will go with the chat, guys. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Rahul, for taking this question. So uh, my question is similar to the previous one, I guess. We filed H one extension, H four, and H four EAD extension in premium processing. My H one is approved, but my wife's H four and EAD are. That's very common. Okay. That's yeah. very common. So now we are planning to go to Mexico border and come back uh, so that my wife gets a H four extension. When is her H four N eighty four current N eighty four expiring? Ah, uh, April twentieth, twenty twenty two. Okay, you're going driving or you're flying though? Ah, uh, we'll fly to San Diego and then we'll just ah uh, walk to the. There border. are some people who are reporting to me that if we go through the drive through the border, they may not extend it. They may extend it though, so it's up to your luck there. If you fly in and fly back, we don't have a failure ratings. Okay, uh, but I don't have any Mexico visa, so can I travel there? You have to check with the travel agents. Okay, and uh, my actual follow-up question is: Once we come back, uh, what should we do with the pending H four and EAD applications? Should we nothing? Unify? Don't do anything. Don't do anything. Okay, so we'll just okay. uh, leave them as is and let them approve it, right? Sometimes they will approve the H four and EAD. Sometimes mm-hmm. they will deny the H four because you already have a H four and deny and approve the EAD. Oh okay, thank you. And I'm going to go to the questions here, guys. Thanks, Rahul. I got an interesting suggestion for somebody saying that there is a tweet from USCIS saying that do not refile the application, just interfile. These damn people have not even approved a single case that we file in the interfile. But when we file the refile on application, they're approving it. So, your choice, guys. 
Um, why are they dodging all these things? They only approved 33,000 cases though, out of the 280,000. If they go at this pace, they're going to waste a lot of green cards. That's some of the comments somebody was telling. If you can give me the link for tweet, that will be very good, guys. Uh, Lakshmi, my husband applied for it to approve A140 under EB1A. If he loses job, what happens on his status? If he has, um, if he has, if he has been more than 180 days that he filed the 485, he can move to a different job. The law clearly allows it. Now, the new job does have to meet the higher level requirement, but they don't have to meet the requirement of having to work in India, though. Thank you, Shankar, uh, for giving me the link. That's a very funny link. That, that That's a very funny statement. Um, will there be a spillover this year? Uh, you mean to say next year or the spillover from this year? We're expecting about 50 to 60,000 spillover, but I can be wrong, guys. Yeah, they, they can, they should be sharing the RFP responses in the FOIA too. They should be sharing that one too. There is no negative consequences of filing a FOIA. Srivatsava, you know, there are two ways you can get it though. Like I know the chicken pox, I know the, all those things. Just go there, they'll punch it again. Okay, just tolerate the pain for two days, get the medicals, okay? That's my request to you. Um, because there is no way you can go to your mom and say, where is my polio record? Whatever that chicken pox record, where is she going to get it now? Um, if somebody got uh, the I-94 extended by CBP office, it is possible. I mean, they have an authority to do so. You can try uh, if they would extend it. I mean, if that's the case, though, then we'll be doing a lot of extensions with the CBP rather than going USCIS. USCIS will lose a lot of damage. But yeah, you can try. Nothing wrong with it. You, you won't be punished. You won't be jailed. If they don't approve, they are not approving Shankar. What are you speaking about? They're not approving. They haven't approved any cases yet that we filed in the interfiling. Let's look into the statistics, what this lady is telling that, yes, we're going to approve more employment-based immigration, la, 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 la. They only approved 33,000 cases or 36,000 cases or 33,000 cases. So what she's telling has no link to what it is. It is, no matter what she says, it is not illegal to refile it. It's only they are begging us. Yeah, I know, Viju, you're very confused. Uh, you take your own decision by watching our video, not their statement, though. Viju, you have a different conference call. I don't know why you're coming into this conference call. I think so, you're my client. Uh, yeah, just come to a different conference call. Uh, we will speak more there. If you don't know where the Zoom conference call is, send a link. You won't get turned here. If you come there, you'll get a link. 
you send the send an email to the AOS the the AOS emails. You'll get a link, Mr. Vijay. I can't give it to all the people because that's only for clients. Bridge, it's a long question. Rehan, I don't know of any bill that uh, I, I don't know of any bill that's that is there that is going to pass on immigration right now. There are two hundred bills, but I don't think so. Any of them are serious enough for me to even read them. Can I refile next month in interfile when the final action date becomes current? Yeah, you can do that. Absolutely, you can. Uh, Vishal Goel, I downgraded EB2 to EB3 in October 2020 along with Prevent and status of showing fee waiver off. What does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. There is no fees for I-485J. I don't know, someone, but my prior date is May 2000. Uh, May 2020, I, I waited until December and then applied downgrade. My I-140 did not approve. So I applied EB2 in July 2021, but my 485 in EB2 went to Texas. I got an EAD in both EB2 and EB3. Okay. What's your question now? You made all the statements, someone, but I don't know what your question is. After the green card is approved based on employer A485J, employer B is still pending. What should I do? I mean, you got your green card. Don't do anything. You don't have to worry about it. I wouldn't even waste. Um, I wouldn't even waste 50 cents for it. Uh, Suman, there is nothing we can do, especially the cases that we filed in July to October. They were, went to, uh, went to uh, Texas Service Center. But the cases that we are filing after October, though, very rarely we see a receipt notice from uh, Texas Service Center. Everything is going to National Benefit Center, especially if it's a standalone application. After filing 485, wait for six months, can I change job now without getting EAD and AP? Yes, Rehan, you can. Yes, Rehan, you can. But you have to file a H1B because you don't have the EAD, so you have to get the H1B. Standalone applications are going to National Benefit Center though. In the past two months, I've not seen a single application where the receipt notice came from other than National Benefit Center. Junid Sheikh, on a H1B, my labor is approved. This is my first GC letter. I'm planning to file in premium. That's good. But the employer is suggesting me to file regular and convert because of the possible RFE. Now, I would file premium processing in the, from the beginning. But if the employer does not allow it, then you file it and convert it. What do you mean by standalone means? If we are filing 485, I-131 and I-765, that means standalone. When we are saying clubbing means if you club with the I-140. The reason is that only Nebraska and Texas Service Center have the jurisdiction for the I-140. The, uh, the National Benefit Center don't have it. Standalone means 485, 765, and I-130. Prior to date, can I can final action date be current in May? Uh, well, that's anybody's guess. Uh, I will fund a parrot guy and see, we'll predict him. Because according to me, it should be 2016. I don't know why that lady is not moving. 
standalone refile or standalone fresh, it doesn't matter. Either way, we're receiving from National Benefit Center. Even if family, family is still standalone, the stand, when we say standalone means when the only thing which is not standalone is when we apply I-140 and Everything. If you don't apply I-140, it is standalone, guys. If the EB3 I-140 I-140 is not approved, and if you interfile though, according to my estimate, I don't think so. They will approve the they will approve the 485. I don't think so, but I may be wrong. We have to see if they will do it though. Now, if you refile the application though, uh, then even if the EB3 is not approved, they should approve the EB2. Because when you're interfiling, you're telling that you're relying on the previous foundation, which is not established. EB2 I-140, because of major is denied, can we refile I-485? If the priority date is EB2, no, we have a problem with that. The problem there is that you that company no longer exists anymore though. Since that, that, that company no longer exists anymore, um, uh, that since that, that does not exist anymore, company doesn't exist anymore, you have to file a permit I-140 again. After refiling, we do not recommend. Um, we do not recommend using the yield and AP of, of uh, EB3 guys. Interesting response in Shankar, what you've given. As a reminder, Texas Service Center has been sitting on 100,000 applications. For 18 months, no action has been taken to solve. Application suffering and hopeless. That's the first response that I see from Tatiana. If we get green card as a dependent, do we stay as dependent for renewal of a green card? No, I mean, if you get as a green card as a dependent, once you get the green card as a dependent, you are independent. Though you have uh, you have no connection with the main applicant. Thank you, guys, for coming. In the next conference call will be uh, on Monday. Don't forget, we do have a live session TV Asia between three to four Central Time on Sunday. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.